Hello everyone, this is Dr. Liesel Ulbrecht telling you to listen to the 10th floor, General Hospital, the 10th floor. It's a wonderful podcast. Mwah. Nice station. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the 10th floor. It's me, Matt. Hi, everybody. It's Kat. And here you are, riding up the 10th floor elevator, you know, same music as always, you know. <laughs> do, 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 You know, the theme song. Yeah. The old one, at least. Well, the new one's not it's not soapy it's not engaging you know like like young and the restless still has you know like the that the dramatic like thing that takes me back to being three years old yeah but young and the restless has never changed i've always been a nerd for theme songs though we've talked about it on the podcast before I've gone, I've gone through every iteration and version of the GH theme, of the All My Children theme. I've even listened to the Young and the Restless nonsense a lot. I'm a dork. Yeah, what can I say? Yeah, the Restless, but their song never, ever, ever, ever changes. It's so classic. It's so good, though. I mean, do you need to change it? Makes, it? You know what always makes me think of the Olympics, too, because Nadia Comaneci mm-hmm. in the, I think it was 1972, was the okay. Olympics. She was, she just like got all these gold medals. She yeah. was like the... The star of she kind of looked she was maybe because of my age. She's the first gymnastics athlete that I remember just being a big deal. Okay. And that was her that was her floor that was her floor routine oh, music. Okay, so it's some 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 kind of old timey classical music that has no royalty to it, I bet. So and that was Nadia's it was called and in fact I think it was called Nadia's theme. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's the original title, but that's what they called it. That's funny. Anyway, I always make whenever I I see do look at Young and the Restless, which I haven't in a long time. Yeah. Um, when I, see, I hear that music, I always think of the Olympics and Nadia coming each in her floor routine. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So yeah. Anyway, you know, do 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 do. Is the music playing in the elevator today? <laughs> Ding, the door's open. Here you are on the 10th floor. You walk out, you are in the hospital, and it, I, I, gosh, I mean, really, this place is still a ghost town. People have gone back to work, though. I mean, Elizabeth was there this week, so was Finn, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I guess that's all that's happening in the hospital right now is just Dr. Finn and Nurse Liz giving each other the eyeballs. Yeah, giving each other the eyeballs because nobody's in there with a gunshot wound or a stab wound right. or... <laughs> um, or um, Worms in their brain or anything like that. No, no toxic um, uh, spheres no. in anybody's uh, abdominal cavity or anything like that right now. <laughs> no, just, love, just love in the afternoons. Just love in the <laughs> afternoons. Where Chase is like, hey, man, just go for it. Like, what could be the worst thing that happens? And then Finn is pretty much like, uh, uh, uh. Like, Violet gets hurt because her dad and her aunt don't love each other and there's tension? Nah, take the risk, Finn. <laughs> <laughs> we almost kissed, but we didn't, and that's probably for the better. I mean, it could really affect Violet. Who? Says Chase. I mean, come on. Come on, Chase. Right. <laughs> and then and then weren't um Liz and um Biz and um, Biz. Terry Liz and Terry having the same conversation pretty much. Okay, so I did kind of like that splice and that edit. Um when it comes to it, um that's a really effective way in my opinion to really show these two characters being pulled to, pulled to each other and both of them being like I don't know if this is appropriate, which mm-hmm. mirrors what the people say online. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know if this is appropriate. Dad, aunt, married to the sister, death, death, is it too soon, is it too early, did we really fall in love, or was it just adrenaline, like, all of these things, the fans are like, why is this happening, this is so weird, and it's happening in the show, so, once again, Twitterverse, pause, watch, and appreciate, because they're giving you what you want. Yeah. Yeah, it's just not liaison. Right. Which is an old relationship, though. Do we really need to see Jason and Liz part two? Do, we, do you want to see Jason and Liz part two? 
do I want? No, not really. I don't want to see Jason Liz part two. No. Yeah, I don't think it's necessary. I'd actually rather see him get back together with Sam than see him with Liz. And that's not important to me either. So Okay, like really, Jay Sam's time's over. It is. It is. It's done. They had their fun. They had their moments, but that's it. All right. They'll circle back to it. They're just taking a real wide turn. I mean, it maybe maybe they'll circle back to it. I don't know. I mean, Kelly Monaco is barely being used. Um, I saw I saw also some 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 numbers over September, and okay. uh, Sam was on four times mm. in all of September. Four episodes. Wow, she's had a lot of time off then. Yeah, she's had a lot of time off. Now, here's the thing. Sam, prominent character. Very prominent character for a very long time. Kelly Monaco, very popular actress. Sam, a character that they've used a lot over the last 18 years that she's been on the show. She just had her anniversary. Oh, she's been on that long. Eh, 15, 18, something like that. A good long time. Yeah, she pretty much came over once uh, Port Charles ended or Night Shift ended or something like that. Because she got started on one of those two. Probably when Night Shift ended. Yeah, yeah. When Night Shift ended, she moved over, and that was that was early two thousands. I think I was still in high school when that was on. Probably, probably. Yeah. So, so anyway, um, I just feel like since they're not using Sam, there has to be something in there because of it. I know that we recently lost Lulu, and people liked that character, and she's a legacy, and yada 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 yada. But she wasn't doing anything over the last couple of years, so that's a character that you can let go. I feel like something's yeah. going on with Kelly Monaco. Maybe she wants all this time off. Maybe she needs maybe. all this time off. Well, well, maybe she has an opportunity to do something else. Or maybe. I mean, I mean, we could speculate all day long because it's really hard to get to the, the heart of Kelly Monaco. She doesn't really talk about a lot of things. But, no, um, she's pretty private. Yeah, she's pretty. Oh, I don't just, blame she's fine. You know, she just show up, go to work, play your character, go home. Don't don't let the don't let the people bother you. I know. I agree with that. And you know, people are just so mean and snarky. I understand why those uh, are actors and actresses want to run for the hills occasionally. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I don't know. Maybe anyway. she's enjoying the time because even then there was a difference in the amount of Sam uh, pre-COVID hiatus versus post-COVID hiatus. Mm-hmm. And even then she didn't come back at the same time as the rest of the cast either because we had Lindsay Hartley for a little while playing Sam after the COVID break. Yes. So, I don't know. I think there might be something going on there. Maybe she doesn't feel safe. Maybe she's like, nah, it's cool. Save the budget. Don't pay me. Only use me a little bit to keep the contract going. I have no idea. I'm just speculating. Yeah. Hmm. Whatever. That's all kinds of behind-the-scenes stuff. We got off. We had a big week of, of actual plot and content for oh GH gosh, this week. Yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. I think we should we just, first. just jump into the deep end. Because this is a confrontation that we've been waiting for for nine months. And I know it's been nine months. Because they keep telling and us. Now you weren't with me when I was watching this. I was not. You know, Had we not. been watching it together, it would have taken a solid forty-five minutes just to get through that scene. Probably. <laughs> but you can, even though you were in Southern California and I was in Northern California, you can only guess, mm-hmm. and you could probably be very accurate because you know me. What did I yell at the TV? Uh, hit her. <laughs> Multiple times. Yes. <laughs> Hit her! Hit her! She deserves to be slapped. Rip, rip the weave out of her head. Knock the shite out of her! Oh, goodness gracious. Grandma Lou must have loved it. Oh, man. Uh, you know, she already thinks I'm a violent person to begin with. <laughs> well, dang, Kat. How come you always want people to get in a fight on TV? Uh... So anyway, though, I mean, it, it was a confrontation that we were waiting for. And I really like, can we, can we duel Emmy this week to both Laura Wright and, um, and, uh, Libby from Lost? Uh, <laughs> Cynthia. Cynthia Watros. <laughs> can, can, can we, can we do that? Can we, can we give, can we just break the trophy in half? You know, somebody gets the legs, somebody gets the torso. Mm-hmm. You know, because much like the audience i'm sure those actresses have been waiting for this confrontation as well well sure you know i don't see why they can't be co-winners i mean they they already sharing a nude <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like i keep i keep on pushing for the thruple on gh maybe this is it <laughs> oh my goodness yeah you know what and another person i thoroughly enjoyed when it came to her as well even though they didn't have a confrontation but i'm looking forward to it if they do 
Oh my gosh, little Carly Jr. She really Jocelyn was... is just a little Carly. Now. They really just... leaned into that this week, didn't they? Yeah. I, I mean, okay, it. so here's the thing. Here's the, here's the thing. All right, before we jump on, you know, let's jump on to Jocelyn real quick before we get back to, to Nina, Nina and Carly. Um, okay. Jocelyn clearly has made the decision within herself that she is now an adult. She's not going Absolutely. to be treated like a kid anymore. She's going to be involved in the adult conversations. Don't keep your secrets. Don't fight in the closets. Let me know what's going on. You owe that to and me at this point. And don't dismiss me to my room, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. And so she's made that very clear this week um, where she is really, is really embracing now adulthood and these adult dramas. And I really appreciate the writing that they did give to her because she was like, listen, I'm doing this, but I feel like I'm meddling. I feel like this is wrong, but I also feel like I need to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, I think that that kind of stuff is really important to show that the character is evolving and questioning themselves and making a decision that they previously wouldn't have based off of where their life has been going. And I just, yes. I just, I really appreciated Jocelyn and, and the words that they gave her this week. Yeah. We and got... I, and, and I hope this is a prequel of them giving her adult storyline. Oh, I would think so. I would think so. Um, yeah. But, uh, but 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 we can't jump off of, of Carly and Nina so quickly. No. Okay. All right. We've been waiting for this. They've been waiting for this. These two must have been talking about the potential of this conversation for a long time. I can only imagine the conversations the ca- the cast has with each other about the direction of the show. Mm-hmm. And that would be super fun to be on a fly in the wall one day. But, it sure would. Um, so I'm sure that they have been waiting for this, just like we have been waiting for this. And I really, 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 really feel as though. When Nina told Carly, don't you dare laugh right now, when they were talking mm-hmm. about Nell, mm-hmm. was not in the script. Probably not. Because I could just, I could just, I just, I don't know. There was just something so tangible, some something so visceral and real from that scene that just felt mm-hmm. like, yeah, they had a script. Absolutely, they had a script and an idea of what they needed to say and the point that they needed to get across. But I don't think all of those words were written down for them. I think these two ladies jumped into the brains of their characters and legitimately fought about this thing. Oh, I, I, I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. Just, just, But, just, you know, it was oh. funny, too, when she said that, don't you dare laugh, I, I thought... I thought to myself, ooh, don't get in Carly's butt. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You can't be afraid of, of Carly, okay? What you can do is slap you, okay? Big deal. All right, your face will be red for 10 minutes and you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, all right. That's pretty much the one, you know, and then she'll whine and she'll complain and then maybe Sunny will do something. But Carly really isn't the threat. Carly's just a pot stirrer. Carly is, but if she wanted to get real down and devious, she can affect a lot of other areas of her life. She could kick crimes and right out of the building. She could. That's her building. She absolutely could do that. She sure could. You know, she, she sure could do could. all kinds of underhanded things. But that to, doesn't to mess- mean that you have to go and grovel at Carly's feet and kiss her red painted toenails. Of course not. You know. Of course not. You don't have to do that. Nina doesn't have to do that. Okay. Yeah, and, and because, we all know. Uh, yeah, go for it. That Nina's a Nina's uh, got a backbone as well. Yes, I mean, you know, go. Of course, you know, I always go back to my favorite scene back when <laughs> the previous actress, but when you know, Michelle Stafford. I know Michelle Stafford. I know that she's capable of grabbing herself a handful of hair and slamming your head right to just your because face. Cynthia Watros is now the face of Nina does not mean that Nina still did not cut a baby out of Ava's womb. Exactly. Okay. All right. Exactly. Okay. It's now, it is supposed to be the same character. It is the same character. They have the it same the history. Same and folks, I don't know if you've noticed this because you skipped all over the uh, Nixon Falls stuff. But Nina is still unstable, crazy woman who makes poor choices. <laughs> she sure is. She still is. That has not changed about Nina Reeves. Remember, Nina engaged in a years-long romance with Valentin Cassidyne at his worst. Yeah. That was just recently. Jax was yeah. the nicest person that she has ever dated on the show. Yes, Jax was the nicest person. Okay. Uh, Nina may have it all together right now when it comes to her life. She's got money, mm-hmm. success, power, friends, all that kind of stuff. But she's still badass crazy. She is. Okay. Never forget that. Never forget that. Only she a crazy is. person would convince themselves that Mike is real and Sonny is better off. Only a crazy person would believe that with their soul like she does. Like it or not, that's what she believed. 
yeah, it is what she believed. Um, you know, and, and Carly's going to be back at her next week, too, because Carly, when they had their confrontation, the obvious wasn't obvious to Carly yet. No. Nope. That Mike was her boyfriend. No, not yet. Not, not yet. yet. Not yet, not yet. And, uh, you know, Sonny, Sonny didn't spill that either, so. No, he didn't even spill it to Jason, did he? No, no, he has not mentioned that to Antipathy. Because told Mike isn't as gone as Sonny wants everyone to think. Yeah. And he was almost trying to protect her. Like subtly, subconsciously. Like, eh, I can't say this yet. You know what? Let's see how it all goes in. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Well, yeah. You know, when we was talking with Jason, he he was kind of um, kind of defending her. Kind of yeah. defending her choices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And honestly, okay, folks, I really do have to give it to Steve Burton as well. Because I've been kind of crappy about his ability to act. You know, I mean, not overtly crappy, but I've said some stuff, you know, like mm -hmm. called him mm -hmm. limited, said Jason's the only thing I'm going to do. You know, that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. In any case, though, I have, I really have to give it to Steve Burton because clearly, clearly, I, I, well, I don't know, clearly, I don't know if he got a note as to what's happening with the story or if he's just enough experience in soaps to be able to kind of feel what's going on or where things might be going. Right. You got something, something to add before I get to my uh, point? I think that Steve Burton plays up not knowing what's happening on the show more than he doesn't know okay yeah he just doesn't want people to constantly ask him for spoilers so he's like they don't tell me anything and he says i don't watch the show i don't know what's happening it's not filled in sequence i'm sorry steve it is filmed enough in sequence. Yeah, yeah. Enough. So it's, it's filmed enough in sequence for him to know what's going on with Jason. Now, I yeah. do not believe that all of these actors are completely abreast with all of the different storylines that are happening with their oh, fellow I cast. Could I could completely believe that Steve Burton doesn't know what's happening with necessarily Alexis. with Chase, Chase or, or the Alexis. Lexus. Yeah. Or, you know, but I think when it comes with Corinthos, the Corinthos family mm -hmm. and who he shares scenes with all the yeah. time, he knows what their storyline is. They have is. to talk about he it, even if they're not in the same sure. scene. I'm, I mean, I mean, I'm, sh I don't think Steve had like turns his ears and eyes off as soon as the scene's over, you know, and it is, it has to be somewhat filmed in sequence. Yeah. I'm sure it bounces around and stuff. And they have the, oh, we, we need this. We need this 30 seconds from two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, and, like Kathleen Gotti, she said that most things really are generally filmed in sequence. It's just special cases where somebody's not available or something like that, where they got to got to get some stuff in the can. So I just think Steve just likes to say that. That's fair. You know, That's it, fair. It, yeah, it, it, it keeps, it keeps them. I keep people off of them a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know. But I, I don't do, know. But I have to give them credit, okay? Because clearly they they um they, they turned things at a sharp ninety degree angle on these guys to get Sonny back, you know, because they, they mm -hmm. were they were setting up for a little bit longer of a run before he comes back, so Jason and Carly can fall a little more in love by the time this comes down and all that nonsense, right? Mm -hmm. Steve Burton, though, over the last couple of days before the wedding, you can definitely see the upswing in. Okay, this is this is gonna work. In Jason. Okay. All right. Yeah. Real yeah. marriage. We're talking about Jake's. We had all this, you know, history, all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. that can now come back to life. I'm, I'm feeling like 30 again. Like, you know, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. you, you can see some of that kind of working with Jason. Yeah. And what they've done since then, and Steve Burton has been doing this so fantastically well, is now that Sonny's back, Jason is the odd man out. Yes. And you can see that when he leaves... When Sonny is reuniting with the family, he just left wordlessly. Yeah, just left and he the house. paused at the door. He paused at the door and turned around and looked at everybody in the living room. Yeah, yeah, because all the focus was now on Sonny and all of this familial Corinthos attention that had been moving over to Jason as the patriarch of sorts has yeah. been sucked right away from him and given right back to Sonny. Mm-hmm. And then he has that conversation with Ned. <gasps> that conversation with Ned, I was going to ask you. Oh my God, if we had four Emmys to give out. <laughs> All right. Um, so I think it's really important to understand the relationship of Jed, of Jed and Nason, um, <laughs> of uh, Ned and Jason. Um, it's something that we kind of covered a little bit during the GH hiatus when we were jumping through YouTube and just kind of exploring memories in yesteryear, which yeah. was just after he bumped his noggin and lost all mm -hmm. of his memories, Jason did. Mm -hmm. And the whole Quartermain family, other than Lila and Ned, 
were like, go back to school, be your old guy, don't do anything mm-hmm. dumb, stay in this house every single day so we can watch you like a hawk until you're better and you can remember everything and yada, 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 yada. Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. but Lila and Ned did that to him. It's true. Yeah. So Ned really has been one of the more sympathetic quartermains that Jason has had in his life. Mm-hmm. Someone that always cared about Jason as Jason first and not Jason Quartermain first. Mm-hmm. And to still see that when they're older and have a conversation 20 years removed from all of that, mm-hmm. I think was really cool and really fun and a great, um, just a, a blowed kiss to two decades ago. They spent a lot of time on it, didn't they? I think they yeah. went back to, like, they had like three scenes. Yeah, no, this, this was they like... This was this was this was an important conversation between the two of them with two characters that really don't interact all that much. Right, but they are first cousins, and they're both quartermains, and that's how they ended the conversation. Really, yes, or my name is a quartermain. I thought I thought a couple of things. I thought Ned came at him a little hard. Mm -hmm. You know, just guilt and the crud out of him over his mother. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. I thought he was, but you're right though. Ned's always been in his corner and has supported him, you know, um, pretty much all the time, regardless mm-hmm. of what's going on. Yeah. I thought he just kind of guilted him a little hard about his mom. Um, I, I love what Jason's been doing with his mom lately. He actually told her, I love you. Yeah. I don't think we've heard Jason say, I love you to Monica in a no, very long no, no, time. No, 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 no. Or maybe not even post, um, you know, and that accident's a very long time ago long now. Long time ago. Long, like a couple of decades. Um, 20 years at least. Yeah, for uh, maybe even longer than that. Steve Burton's been on the show a long time. Oh, more than 20 um, years. 30, I guess, because 20 years ago. Oh, my God, Mom. 20 years ago was 2000. I know. Isn't that crazy? What? <laughs> I know. All right, so 30 years. It's been 30 years. But I did really enjoy it. I really enjoyed the scene, and I thought Jason was so patient with him. Really let him just read him the right act. I I, I see it in a different light than you. I see it in a different light than you, because you saw a lot of guilt trip and this, that, the other thing. But what I saw was Ned taking an opportunity to talk like a wise adult with another experienced adult about the last 30 years and we also have to keep in consideration that monica is not 50 anymore she's like 80 yes so yes and with i I, this this is the the sentence that he said that jason said that really uh, that that i i remember and stuck with him most when he said i'm not that 20 year old yeah i'm not that angry 20 year old anymore yeah yeah I'm, i'm making better choices wiser choices so on and so forth um, mm-hmm. now, now Ned, Ned pointed out a lot of stuff that Jason was thinking about. Okay. So they, they, they tried to soliloquy with internal Carly thoughts a couple of weeks ago and people were like, that's stupid. Mm-hmm. So instead of doing a Jason soliloquy where he's in his own head, standing over a gravesite or, or the dock that he got shot in or something, thinking about his life, they had him have a conversation with somebody talking to him about the things that Jason has been thinking about. Like mm-hmm. the things that you put your mother through over the last 30 years. Mm-hmm. Like even most recently, Monica doesn't like Carly. Right. Ned said so so plainly. Monica yes. does not like this woman. She has been mm-hmm. a terror to the Quartermains for thirty years. She is indirectly directly responsible for the death of JJ. You know, if she didn't get involved in all of that nonsense with Michael and Jason and Sonny and AJ then that feud and that rivalry would not have spilled over and eventually killed AJ. Yeah. You know, so Carly mm-hmm. is responsible in a way for some of the really bad things that have happened to the Quartermains, and she's always been a problem for them. She has. And she's she always been a problem for Jason. Mm-hmm. Because as we continue to see, even during all of this, as soon as Carly needs something, he's there. He sure is. Showed up there to stop her from beating the tar out of Nina. Yeah, I did. So he's always still prioritizing Carly over everything else. Because even though he is not living the life at the top of his romantic heart with her, he loves nobody more. Yeah. And I think that's been pretty obvious over the last couple of weeks, at least in my opinion. 
And so Ned reminding him of all of these things, the problematic and all that kind of stuff. And Monica's 80 now, not 50. He didn't say these things, but that's kind of the implication as well. Mm -hmm. Are you going to continue to do this to your 80-year-old mother? Or are you going to make different choices? Mm-hmm. I don't think it was necessarily a guilt trip more than a reminder of there is so much more life and family and people that love him outside of this group that pretty much just turned away from him to go look at Sonny again. Yeah. So there's so much depth in these soap operas, man. You just got to pull it apart and think about it. I really think GH is really smart. I think that they do a really good job of tying everything together. I think mm-hmm. they do a wonderful job of of, of honoring what happened in the past without having a bunch of 90-year-old actors on the screen. You know? Yeah. Like, okay, this Eric Braden or whoever. Yeah, Victor. Victor. Victor, Victor Newman from Young and, the Young and the Restless. Who's been on He's that been on show forever. for 100,000 years. And he was on Titanic, remember? No. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's, that's my sister's thing um, but I mean I recently saw like a little clip of him just like opening a door and just like he can barely move now like that, that's not a knock it's just he's old he can barely move now mm. you know it, it, like, I don't know I don't watch the show closely maybe maybe that's a story maybe he's sick I don't know oh. I don't know either I, I just don't recall <laughs> something like that but like I said I haven't watched in a while yeah but basically the point is Eric Braden's super old and still super amazingly hugely prominent on the show Oh, very much. The you know? patriarch of that show for a very, very long time. Right, 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 right. And, you know, that is one way of honoring the past. But also at the same time, if you've been on the show for 70 years, how many times can you have amnesia and cheat on your wife before you <laughs> get re- into, we've done this four times with this character? You know? <laughs> yeah, that's a soap for you, though. You gotta love it. You know, I mean, it worked. It worked. It works for some soap characters. It works for Erica Kane. Worked for Erica Kane. Sure did work you know? for Erica Kane. You know, but that became a part of her character, though, is the fact that she constantly yeah. threw herself into yeah. a marriage every time she dated somebody. It just became well, a part, part of her. It's part. There, there's a Victor Newman thing that's part of him too. It's not being married, married, married. It's but but there's a big repeat thing mm-hmm. that Victor Newman stopped doing this particular thing. He would just be pastor. so uh so yeah you know i mean it's 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 just i think that it's important to always keep the landscape fresh um torture new people don't torture the same people again and again and again and again and again Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh yeah so you know it all just ties into just all kinds of fun and you don't want to have a thousand ninety year olds on the show pushing cheating on each other and stuff because nobody wants to really watch a bunch of old people be jerks to each other I don't know. I'm an old person. I love being a jerk to people. <laughs> I don't want people to watch. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> now you know. Any, anyway, yeah, I enjoyed the scene with Ned and, and Jason mm-hmm. too. Um, mm-hmm. it, it was really good. Yeah. It was really good. I loved and it. I love that it. how it ended. I love how they ended too, where they, you know, they they just um, seem into the fact that they're poor remains. Yes. And yes. They got each other's. Yes. Back. Yes. 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 So I think it was all in all, once again, TLDR, um, just to cover it one more time. I, I just I think that the conversation served to show Jason that he has still multiple branches that he can pull from and multiple walks of life that he can still do. That isn't, mm-hmm. well, now that Sonny's back, you have to take all the risk again. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I stopped thinking about it a while ago, but I was, I always thought, you know, maybe someday. They'll have Steve Burton conk his head and he'll remember his childhood and going to med school and the love of his, um, you know, 1980s sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> what was there was something that happened? Um, didn't he? It was like a, maybe it was the explosion at, at the floating rib or something where we were like, maybe he conked his head and remembers everything now. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't recall exactly. Um, but I think that... So GH does a really good job of, of foreshadowing things and setting the stage for stuff that might happen down the line. And it's been pretty obvious over the last, I would say, couple of years, really, since Steve Burton came back to the to the cast, that um, they're not necessarily trying to make him a Quartermain again, but mm-hmm. definitely improve the relationship that he has with his old family, older family. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, Jason before, especially Jason um, in the <clears throat> years after his accident, especially like that 10 years beyond his accident, 
he, he don't want nothing to do with his family. No. Nothing. He nah. would almost he would almost walk by him on the street, not not even turn his head. Yeah. That's that's how he was. I mean, yeah. you know, if it was if he happened to go to the house for something, uh, everybody just was so shocked he walked <gasps> in the door. What are you doing here, Jason? Exactly. <laughs> or now he comes on a regular basis. Really, it seems like he's there on a regular basis yeah. anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I guess it's a good thing that Jocelyn told Uncle Je- Uncle Jason what her mom was up to. Listen, and because, she and, uh, and she was like, I don't know if she's going to do this, but I feel like she's going to. I know my mom. Oh, also, Jocelyn told her to count to ten. <laughs> I don't know if you caught that, but I did. I don't know, mom. Maybe you should just yeah. count to ten or something before you go find her. <laughs> yeah, trying to be a little Jason for her. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Just help her out a little bit. <laughs> But yeah, and <laughs> I thought I thought that um, Jocelyn did the right thing by yeah. you know letting Uncle Sonny know Uncle well, sorry, Uncle Jason know Uncle what her mom was up to and what you know she feared what would be happening. And I think that Carly would have knocked the crud out of her if Jason had walked in. Carly is such a hypocrite, and I love it and hate it, man. It's <laughs> you love it and hate it. Me too. She's I like love it and hate it too. she's like listen, B word. Nell was a terrible person. You shouldn't love her. You shouldn't feel a bond to her. I did the right thing by letting that B word die. Now, she didn't say those words, but no, it's pretty much what she said. Yeah. Um, Wouldn't it be interesting if they did a DNA test and Janelle wasn't really even her daughter, somebody else's? Because I never did a DNA test. No, I feel like that would be a long wasted amount of emotion on Nina's part. I can see I can see Willow twin versus versus Nina versus not actually her daughter. Yeah, me too. Just because, you know, I mean, Nell had the thing. They would have to go back and just retcon so much of Nell in her last little story in order for that to truly make sense. Yeah. Because it wasn't a blind confession or somebody coming out of the word work saying it was her, it was her. It was the fact that Nell had this token from her childhood. Mm -hmm. And so I really think that puts a lot of credence into the fact that she's actually Nina's daughter. Yeah. Um, but I definitely mm-hmm. still see the twin thing going. Me too. Yeah. Me especially, too. you know, Harmony's back in town. I'm sure we'll get to that and her and Willow a little bit more as, as things go on. Um, they have pulled their foot off of the mellow gas. That is for dang sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, 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 they linked up. Chase went on his merry way. And now they mm-hmm. just kind of stand together. That's true. Yeah. They haven't been given really a new, new story yet. Well, I mean, here's the thing. When you put together two people that are so wonderfully in love with each other and are always going to make the right choices for each other at the detriment of the people around them, it's not a whole lot of drama between the couple. Well, if you want to go GH style, um, <clears throat> Willow's about to die. Because she, <laughs> <done to, laughs> she touched the yeah. death deed. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. We'll have to see how all that comes about and what happens. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, um, it, shoot. I don't know. I mean, they they clearly lost Wiley and just picked up another new boy. Do you, Do you know why? No. You know why? No. <clears throat> um, Wiley and I forgot the twins' names that played Wiley. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they're they're a family has is moving away from California. Their dad has been given an opportunity somewhere else that he that is going to be great for his career, and they've moved away. So GH wow. had to. Wow. Had to, How, um, they are serving their own heart and their own dreams and their own success at the detriment of their children. How terrible. What bad parents. <laughs> so um, they, yeah, they, <laughs> so they moved away. They moved away because of an opportunity for dad and his career. Folks. So. Folks, if you have so a chance. The new, yeah. The new kids. So the, the new kids, the new, the new Wiley is another set of twins. Yeah. 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 So folks, if you have a set of children or just one child that's precocious and fun and gets cast on a television show, I think that you owe it to that child to let them continue to make so much money as a young kid that they don't know what to do with it. I think it's really important to surround them with ne'er-do-wells and drug addicts to push them into a sad life. (laughs) So if you have a chance to make your kid a child star, do it. It's it's a joke, mother. It's a joke. You weren't getting it. 
I'm, I'm saying that if they continue to let the kids act, then it would probably be a worse decision than moving to wherever is they're going for this wonderful job opportunity. Kids in Hollywood have a very I hard under, road. I, I understand. I understand. But, I, you know, this is becoming worse as I get older. My brain is very literal. <laughs> so literal. It's fine. I try not to, but I'm just so literal now. It's okay. It's okay. I'll just be uh, less so literal miss, with my jokes. I miss um, sarcasm. Don't hit me right sometimes. You know what, though? My, my brand of sarcasm seems to confuse more than one person, though. <laughs> okay. So it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so let's get back. When we jumped off. So are we back on Nina and Carly? Uh, we're, we're all over the place. On. We are all over the we're place. We can talk about whatever right. you want. Because we were talking about the Wiley recast. Yes. So the Wiley recast. And you're right. I don't see a whole lot of Willow and Michael. They're just kind of standing together happy, aren't yep. they? Uh, I thought we saw a, there's a little bit of Chase Brooklyn stuff going on. A little bit. A little bit. Yes. Um, uh, I I love Joss coming to, uh, you know, going to Jason. And uh, I have to give a big old gold star to Maxie, too. Even though, I don't know, I'm a little bit torn, but I do think she was supposed to tell Carly. It was, it was the good choice to do so. Yes. Even though, you know, you could argue it's not really her place. Mm-hmm. But I think that news coming from Maxie was just as good as it coming from anyone else. I think that Nina was absolutely right when she was talking to Maxie about it afterward. She was like, it, it, it was going to come out from someone. The source yeah. of who it was honestly doesn't matter to me. It's not a betrayal when it was bound to come out anyway. Mm-hmm. She wasn't running in circles trying to keep it a secret anymore. Mm-hmm. So I think right. that, that Nina's forgiveness of that makes a lot of sense. Um, it, it does to me too, but it's really out of Maxie's wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Maxie would more than likely, old Maxie, young 20-something Maxie would have found that and then worked it to her advantage in some way. Maxie doesn't really have an advantage anymore. What but sort of Maxie, advantage is she trying to work? Well, I, like I said, old Maxie would have had a couple more fires going too. So Yeah, well, you know. I mean, it's not old Maxie anymore, I guess. No, it's not old Maxie anymore, but I thought she did the right thing by going to Carly and... S- in it. Especially when, you know, she wasn't careful in her conversation with Jocelyn. She kind of did it to herself. She did. Yeah, and, you know. She, because because Jocelyn's little ears did perk up. What? How did you find yeah. about this already? Who told you? Right, right. Uh... And they tried, to, they tried to backpedal it, and Jocelyn had a Carly hat on too firmly on her head. <laughs> no, Dante didn't text you. No, that didn't happen. Mm-mm. Right. Mm-mm. Something uh-huh. smells bad about this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. And, you know, she just kind of pushes her to it. You know, Maxie knows something about Sunny. Yeah, uh, and we also have to take into consideration, too, that Maxie has a great has had a history and a relationship with the Corinthos family as well. Longer than she she's had one with Nina. Since birth, pretty yeah. much. Longer than she's had one with Nina as well. So, yep. you know, there is a kind of a dual loyalty there when it comes to this particular yeah. piece of information. Yeah. So I think that, that you know, um, and, had and Maxie another... been able to... See, I'm I, I, trying to crawl into Maxie here. If she was able to easily get the heat off of that miss, miss moment of misspeaking, then she mm-hmm. would have done it. Yeah. But she didn't want to go through a bunch of hoops and jumping backwards with a family that she respects in order to protect somebody else that she respects. Oh, Maxie has so much history with them as well. Yeah. Maxie's heart is Bobby's daughter's. Yeah. Um, Lulu was her very best friend. Yes. She has a long history with Carly as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, she has a pretty much a long history with all yeah, of them. Yeah, so I don't, I don't find it to be tremendously out of character for her. But yeah, it's just an unfortunate situation that she found herself in and she was kind of forced to spill the beans. But because of that, the beans are spilled. The beans are spilled. The beans are spilled. Much and like... Okay, let's... Much, much like right, Sunny. Okay. Go. All right. Much like Sunny. Okay. Sunny, Stalker, Esme, Spencer, all of that stuff. Okay. The Twitterverse. That was wild. The Twitterverse. My goodness. I don't know how plugged into Twitter you are anymore since you're a busy lady now. 
I, I tried to look at it some, but I am really, really busy now. But the Twitterverse, Mother, the Twitterverse, oh goodness gracious, could not understand why Sonny Corinthos would ever believe this random person that came up and told him something about Nicholas and Ava. Well, I agree. I disagree, but I want to hear why you agree first. Okay. I disagree because Sonny has always been pretty good at reading people. And why would he believe this this young woman that he's never met before, who is extremely young and 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 just ne- not questioned her at all? It seems to me like he would have just um, analyzed it with his own, in his own mind a little bit. And man, and I tell you what we say about the soft side of Mike hanging out in Sunny. Ooh, he wasn't there in Spoon Island, was he? <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. No, 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 no. But here, 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 here's my here's my rebuttal, right? Okay. My counter argument to this. Yeah, I'm back in town. Last nine months of my life, everyone thought I was dead. Now that I'm back, well, I got a lot of time to make up for. What? Franco's dead? That happened while I was gone. What? Ava's got a stalker. Avery's in trouble. That happened while I was gone, too. Spencer's back. Well, that's nice. Oh, Spencer's girlfriend. Okay, that's good for that kid. Why on earth would Sonny put so much immediate doubt on the girlfriend of his nephew that he likes, respects, and trusts so much? Why on earth would Sonny not rush over to Nicholas's house to flex that atrophied Corinthos muscle that has disappeared and dissipated over the last nine months? There is a power vacuum in Port Charles that was going to be filled with Jason and Carly. But now that Sonny is back, it is still as vacuous as ever. Mm-hmm. And he really needs to flex and push and let everybody in town know that Sonny Corinthos is back and you don't pull nothing on me. He's inclined to be triggered and he's inclined to believe the girlfriend of his favorite nephew. I was inclined that he was triggered because maybe he's on the cusp of going manic. He's been treated. He's been I under treatment they, the entire but, time. But they mentioned it again. Yeah. In the past. Sure. I mean, they mentioned, so yeah, he's ex- he's ultra paranoid. It's ultra difficult, yada, just, yada. But I thought, mm-hmm. I thought he just came at him super hard with the, with the two thugs with him and everything. And then, and you could tell that, I just think that Sonny's intuition is just off his game. You could tell that Nicholas really didn't know what the heck he was talking about. Are Nina, excuse me, is Ava and Nicholas historically trustworthy characters? No, but I guess... Has Ava taken children without permission, strong-armed Sonny into custody, done things to get Avery out of that house that Sonny did not agree with and were very unscrupulous? Yes. He also missed the last nine months of the Ava Nicholas show. Yes, he did. He, there's no reason for him to think that they actually genuinely care about each other or love each other or anything like that. There's nothing in him for him to see that, that they are, that they are to be believed that that Mm -hmm. Ava now has Avery's best interests at heart. He hasn't been yeah. able to see that evolution in Nina in, in Ava. He hasn't had the same conversations with her that Carly has had about Avery and about what to do with Avery now that Sonny is dead. He really missed the last year of Ava's growth of maturity after Kiki's death. Sonny yes, is behind is. the times when it comes to Ava and Nicholas. Yeah, he is. He's behind the times when it comes to Spencer. Yes. So I feel as though if... 
I don't know if, if I just feel as though I would be a little I would be less questioning of somebody that is the girlfriend of my nephew than some legitimate random nurse that came up and said, oh, by the way, Ava and Nicholas are taking your kid. Mm-hmm. Because at least she has a reason to let him know. I'm Spencer's girlfriend and I know that this is happening and I know that you would want to know. Well, it all blew up in everybody's face, didn't it? It blew now... up in... No, father. <laughs> yeah. Do you hate me that much? No, father. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, what I loved about it too is that Nicholas, even though he made it, he still, he was still breathy, but he was still breathy, but he was actually yelling. Wasn't whispering for a change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was angry. He was pretty messed up. Pretty, 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 He's pretty, pretty, upset. pretty upset. Pretty upset. Pretty upset. Pretty upset. Pretty, pretty upset. Yes. Oh, and uh, yeah, and the whole, well, the kids, uh, even though the truth did come out, and what they wanted to happen did happen, and not the way they wanted it to happen, though. Yeah. I mean, no. No plan is perfect. That's a that's a mouthful. Anyway, um, so the. Spencer is the stalker, and everybody knows now. Oh, wait till that little skinny girl walks her little fanny in that. <laughs> Cameron's all like, hey, maybe we should go now. And Trina's like, not until she shows up. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, uh, as May's going to have to do some do dancing. Think, do you think that with a little more privacy, do you think that Cameron would, that Spencer would have told oh, definitely. Cameron the truth? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Spencer was desperate to, to come come clean. Um, the guilt on uh, in him over this, I think, has been growing, and I think that they've showed it, especially with that pausing to listen to his conversation with uh, Ava or whatever it was before they were leaving and all that stuff. I think really is, has uh, really hammered home into Spencer that he is hurting his father, not saving his father. Yeah, and it hammered home that it doesn't feel good after all. No, 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 no. This is... This is not exactly what I wanted to see happen, mm-hmm. which it is good feel because like I, I wanted it to either. Yeah, you know we don't. I don't know. Like Nicholas is pretty dark, and we got Victor back on the uh, on the on the scene. <laughs> we sure do. <laughs> so, so you know we can we can have Spencer not be such a terrible person for a little while. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, well, Esme's gonna. Esme's gonna. Oh, she's. Well, her and Spencer obviously are over. Uh, yeah, I don't see that relationship continuing on very well. I don't see it surviving once she gets back. And I don't think Esme, I mean, she understood who Sonny Caranthos was. I don't think she truly understood how dangerous he could be. Because I don't think she wanted him to go to the island and beat the crap out of Nicholas. Um, I'm not sure. I don't know exactly what she wanted. I don't think that's what she wanted. She genuinely believed that Ava and Nicholas were back together and, and leaving. She made up the uh, the Avery part, though. Um, yeah. I don't know. I guess I, I don't know. It was it was it was not a well thought out thing, but just goes to show that Esme is not as good at this as she thinks she is. No, you know? no. But she went to go see her, whoever Ryan is to her. She went to go see him. Yeah. Did she talk to him yet, or did they cut off? No, before not then? yet. That's yeah. how it ended Friday with right. her there and Ava leaving. Yes, yes. The brief conversation. Ain't the talk to... I don't know why. I mean, she's done it more than once now. Ava ought to leave good enough alone. Stay out of Ryan's face. She still thinks that he's behind it all. Antagonizing him She still thinks that he's behind it all. Yeah, she does think he's got... Whether, you know, he's got his corner in it. I don't care how well you can blink Morris code. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. Good. yeah. 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 Well, obviously, Mora was not, not is not going a place. Oh no 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 no. She wasn't going <laughs> anywhere. Knew, not at all. We knew that. Mm mm We knew that she wasn't going anywhere. No 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 no. But while we're at the prison, Crichton Clark continues to heat up and continues to rope in more characters and unite more characters and center mm-hmm. more characters around the growing developments. I guess with the Cassidines are going to be behind all this Crichton Clark stuff that's coming up. Yes. Everyone's going to find out sooner or not. Okay. All right. We got, we got, that we got, we're, we're at 50 Uncle minutes Victor already. We've dead. been talking like crazy. We're already at 50 minutes. So we really got to get into this. Okay. Okay. It's been the fast podcast for me. <laughs> yeah. It's gone by pretty well. Most of them do for me. Go ahead. Just let me kill this vine and I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> Oh, Lisa, he's never going to agree to that. Now, hold on a minute here. I have to consider my options. 
No, no, we can't have that. I love it. I love it. I love... Okay, so people hated Peter. People hated Peter. You know what they're doing with Peter right now? Making him a freaking punk, okay? <laughs> they are showing how much of a punk Peter is, okay? Peter, he all Peter never is... never pulled his own strings. No, he's, not, he's never once pulled his own strings. All he had is a friend in Victor Cassidyne this whole time, mm -hmm. okay? Yeah. Um, he's been doing Victor's dirty work mm -hmm. in addition to his own dirty work. Is Peter a mm -hmm. good person? Absolutely not. Does he need to die? Definitely. But all of this, this is just posturing. Because I'm really not that dangerous after all. I just want you to think I am. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Hold on a minute here. Let me consider my options. Okay. Like, what, what if, like, what a, listen, if that was the demise and, of Peter, I would have freaking loved it. And funny as all get out. Like if the all if if all seriously if if he, if she was like just let me kill this vine and I'll do whatever you want and he was like all right here Lisa he hands her a gun bam kills Peter right there in that room yeah I think that would have been a great demise for Peter I think people would have loved it he doesn't have to have this fancy thing where he jumps off a cliff and survives and disappears for nine months or anything like that you know. And he's falling down and knocked his head twice because something else like, got to happen. You know, to we, him. we can get him like the departed, you know, just <laughs> departed. It's, it's a movie with Leonardo DiCaprio where people just get shot randomly and you never know when it's happening. Oh, okay. It's called I The Departed. It. It's Jack Nicholson, Leonardo DiCaprio, cop drama. I've heard of it, but I haven't sat yeah, down and watched yeah. it. You know me. I yeah, cannot. so, but, you know, it's, it's one of those movies where, like, you're like, okay, you're following this character for 45 minutes to an hour, and then the elevator doors open, and then someone's on the other side of the door, and they just shoot him. Yep. You know, like departed. They're like it's it's a yeah. thing. It's a thing. Yeah. You get departed. Um, <laughs> so you know they could depart Peter. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just I just uh, that, that that stuff is good. Um, they they are still just beating up Drew. Um, but now he's got a cellmate. <laughs> I know, right? But now he's got a cellmate in Lisa Lobrecht. Yes. You know, I mean, was was it smart to throw them in the, in, a, in a room together? No. No. No, poor choice. Uh, but they did lose their doctor. So I guess they needed something. Mm -hmm. So we'll see how all that develops. And, and it seems like Victor does have the hots for Liesl for real. Oh, no, definitely. He's not trying to just, he's <laughs> not just trying to get science out of her. He, he sees his self as the man for her. And she's the <laughs> woman for me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and when Scotty Baldwin finds them, uh, it's going to be... Listen, oh I'm, not gonna, I'm, I'm not just going to sit on the sidelines here, Britta, right? I'm going to go find her. <laughs> yeah. And fine, he's going to go find his schnitzel. I got to go find my strutzel, my schnitzel, whatever it is she is, but I love her. I love her more than anyone I've ever loved in my life. <laughs> Even Laura. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't so far removed from the Laura times, you know? Oh, he screamed that Laura. Well... Scotty said he had a had a few. I, I think his biggest partners have been Laura and Bobby mm -hmm. and Lucy. Yeah. Oh, and there was another chick too that Lisa Lobrecht. <laughs> Holly or Lois or something. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I love Scotty now. I love what they've done with this character. I love it. Yeah, you just you just goofball. I think that um that, that there's just so much fun that could be had with the trio. Of 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 Obrecht, Scotty, and Victor Cassadine, uh, because Scotty oh. also has a bunch of history with the Cassadines too, right? Oh, sure, everybody. Does, everybody does. Right? I would love to see those four in a scene, just because I want to hear you do the scene. <laughs> Victor, Liesel, Scotty, and Peter together at the stage. You survived. Of course I survived. Oh, now it's not the time to argue, folks. Just shut up and train the wick. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be fun. We'll see how it how it all how it all comes down in the next couple of weeks. But um Yeah, know. in the next couple of weeks I think there's some some characters coming to Port Charles. Yeah, yeah. Now we got uh um yeah, just all kinds of. And then, and of stuff. course, you got you got uh, Anna and Valentine making googly eyes at each other. Oh <laughs> Valentine practically. He was, gonna, he was trying, trying to eat her face, face right? <laughs> I know. 
It's like uh, watching that a Black Widow in reverse. Kissing going on there. <laughs> you know, this is this has been the kissing that Valentine has been dreaming. Kissing. He's been dreaming of this kiss for decades. <laughs> you know, he he got a little on the Fourth of July, which actually was a long time ago now. I didn't realize how slow this thing really was yeah, going. That's a slow burn, huh? Yeah, I didn't realize. Here it is October third, right? Yeah, now. I didn't realize it's been three months. But anyway, <laughs> wow. Huh. Anyway, yeah. So, you know, you got a little kiss on Fortune Line. You got another one here. Um, you know, they've, they've been doing the slow, flirty, frilly thing. Um, Valentine drunk. Super fun. Oh, I know. Super I fun. loved it. Like, mom, what a lightweight. Two two shots, you're out. I mean, they must have had a bunch of shots. They didn't show us. Okay? Yeah, I think, that, I think shots, that the. Boom, I think, boom, he's out. I think the implication was that they were drinking heavily. Yeah. And then she had to put him in bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She had to put him in bed. And he's not going to be in there in the morning. Because the bartender had a Cassidine tattoo. That's right, he did. Bartender had a Cassidine tattoo, and they showed the Cassidine tattoo on Valentine. Uh, Valentine. Yes. Yes. So he will not be there in the morning, oh, and I'm right. sure he's going to find himself in a cave on an island in Greece. He's gonna be down there with Lisa and and Anna. Gonna have to come save the day. Anna, yeah. I mean, uh, there's gonna be a convergence of characters, probably. Um, I mean, they have they have these two sets up. Mm-hmm. I, I would think that they're going to use them for more than just two characters. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's just me trying to predict logically through budgets. <laughs> and with the with the um, Cassidines back at home in Port Charles, that story is going to be making a weave, a, a continuance, but a, some closure because now everybody knows that Stalker is indeed. Yes. Is, is indeed Spencer and now Ava and Nicholas can be together and they'll probably have a real wedding. I see them having a real wedding for them. Oh, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll have to see how it all how it all shakes shakes but, out. But the Espe story and the the stalker story is not really over. Not really. Well, the stalker story is pretty much over. Yeah. But Esme's just beginning. Yeah, the fallout of the stalker story. Well, I mean, when over. she no longer has allies in the Cassidines. Mm-hmm. I guess she's going to have to go rely on Ryan. We'll have to see what she has to say, you know? Hey, this whole thing's and falling you, apart, maybe. And did you notice that um, Kevin's not falling for her? No. No, 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 no. Kevin is not falling for her at all. No. He told her to go think about it for herself. <laughs> I was just thinking, you know, about cognitive psychology. Oh, well, that's the study of your own mind, so... <laughs> Let you think about it some. Let me know what you discover. <laughs> Turns and leaves. Yeah, no, it was masterful, it. masterful. So good, so good. Um, I, I I like that they are kind of showing. Now, okay, now is it inconsistent? Sure, it's inconsistent, but it's a show that's been on for fifty years. Give them a break. Um, I really like how they are kind of establishing um, Harmony and Kevin as people who are so well versed in troubled young people. That they can instantly see that Esme is a troubled young person. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I know yeah. that it's inconsistent because they couldn't see it with Nell or whatever it is you want to throw at me when it comes to a rebuttal to that argument. But that's what's happening right now. And uh, mm-hmm. no, she's not getting anything past Kevin. She knows that she's holding something back. Maybe he doesn't realize that she's actively dangerous, but he knows that mm-hmm. mm, something isn't quite right here. And right. soon he's going to find out about the stalker business. And since Laura's not there, he's going to have to come in and play Grandpa Kevin the Psychologist. Mm-hmm. Which is mm-hmm. cool. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. Hopefully, it doesn't happen off screen like Dante's therapy. Yeah, I hope it doesn't either. Yeah, yeah. I'm there for all of it. I am. I the am only too. thing I wasn't there for this week really was like, oh man, what are you guys showing this for? I was so, I so want to see something else. I want to see another storyline. And I know they were laying groundwork, but. Sean and Alexis. <laughs> Wake me up. Well, you know, that was to uh that was to continue to rope in Crichton Clark. Yeah. And to and to be like, oh I I know Crichton Clark because they're Cassidines. And mm-hmm. I'm a Cassidine. So yeah, I mean mm-hmm. it was just it was just to send Sean in the right direction. Yeah. But you know, um, Sean doesn't have a role. Uh, they're not dedicating a bunch of time to Sean and his search for Hayden's killer and all that kind of stuff. So or mm-hmm. Hayden's shooter. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I guess it can get a little dull when all you ever do is just kind of catch up and move only a little bit forward in the story when it mm-hmm. comes to the scenes that you're in. Mm-hmm. 
Mm, whatever. I was thinking about it more, yeah. and I just even even at a minimum security prison, this seems more like a mental health clinic than anything else. Oh, did you notice this too? <laughs> I cracked up at this. Yeah. Uh, the scenes, the scenes in the little kitchen area with Sean and Alexis. They got all these snacks behind them. Mm -hmm. All these containers right there of all these snacks, and I saw like some uh, white chocolate covered pretzels and stuff. I'm sorry. Minimum security. It's club fed. A wall of snacks behind you come on it's, i guess it's club fed you know i mean it's it's so minimum so. security that it's almost kind of like a uh, a prison retreat <laughs> it was just enjoyable i, I, I feel like they could probably taken a little more from orange is the new black and a little less from your average mental ward because it really seems like the rec room of a mental ward more than the visiting area of a minimum security prison Oh, absolutely. I agree with you. 100%. Checkers? Checkers? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But whatever. I mean, it's poor Charles. It's not the real world. That's how the prison system is. Yeah. Hmm. You wouldn't have checkers in the real prison because those can be made into a shank. Or at least shoved down somebody's throat to be strangled with. Yeah. But whatever. Sure, it's one word. Who knows? Whatever. <laughs> it's just TV. It's nothing. It's not even real. These characters don't exist in real life. These are not so, real people. So General Hospital was so enjoyable this week. Um, I would like to know, uh, I'm concerned about Phyllis because, my goodness, where's she even been sleeping? Come on. Metro Court? I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, we'll, we'll get, we'll get some more Phyllis. Um, when Sonny is at a point where he's like, I don't know what to do, he's going to go get some advice from Phyllis. I agree. You know, I just reintegrating into I my agree. old life is so hard. I agree. Yeah. 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 Well, I, liked, I liked Sonny in the hospital this week, though, and and seeing people and having people hug on him. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, we, we all we want people to be happy as well as tortured with drama. <laughs> all in the same, one and above. Uh, so, you know, Emmys, Emmys, Emmys all around. Lots of fun stuff happened this week on the General Hospitals. Uh, um, and then uh, before we recorded, I went on Twitter and I said, hey, guys, what do you want us to talk about? And somebody replied and said Crete, which I'm guessing is Greece. So okay. we talked about it. <laughs> So good. We did. We met fan we expectations. And I still believe that everything uh, on the, for the Greece thing is really they're all on that island together. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The, 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 the cells downstairs yeah. and it's, the house. Under the castle. And I'm house. sure there's a lab. And I'm sure there's yeah. all kinds of stuff. And I'm all there for it. I can't wait to see it. I would love to see some, um, oh, I don't know. It would be fun to see some old characters come back in there. No, I'm all I I would be a hundred percent on board for them to have because we, we got a shortage on Spencer's. I would love to see Ethan mm -hmm. come back and be on the show and like be there some for some way, some way somehow. All of that. Then they could re 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 revive the Ethan Holly thing. Yeah, yeah, and I am really, really, really enjoying. Victor Cassidy, I am. Yeah, he's good. He's good. <laughs> and I'm really glad that they went ahead and wrote um, Liesl over there, too. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's good times. Good times. Good times. Kathleen Gotti did not lie when she said fun things are coming up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we, we, we I mean, when we talked to her, listen, she was right in the middle of um, filming a lot of it. We can be... We can, we can use this as our final thing that we talk about right here this week on the podcast. When I describe to you the perfect resolution to the storyline in Greece. Okay. Dr. Lisa Lobrecht needs to go repair the injuries of another, of another prisoner that's held below the house in Greece. Mm -hmm. Someone that has prevented people from crossing over to the other side. <laughs> Someone who's exceptionally skilled at making people who are almost dead, not dead. Because only Dr. David Hayward is skilled enough. <laughs> I'm there for it, Matt. I'm um, there for it. 
Uh, I think actually somebody recently posted an article and published an article on one of the soap sheets, you know, so she knows a soap something or whatever thing type mm-hmm. of deal that was like, listen, General Hospital, your fan base has been crying for you to use David Hayward. Do it. Mm-hmm. So oh, I hope I that be, they can make that happen. It would be delicious. It would be totally cool. It'd be really good. Yeah. yeah. And they mentioned. Oh, I was happy. I was happy to hear. Well, well, I know we have to end real soon. I, I was happy to hear Kevin actually mentioned Martin. Yeah, they were on the phone with Laura. And when, and when, the, when he was on the phone with mm-hmm. Laura, yeah. So which tells me that when that when Laura comes, they'll come back home, together. She'll have her brother in tow. Yeah, yeah, and then we'll have developed their relationship and might even have a little brotherly sisterly bond. Yes. Yes. So that's going to be super fun. They've been watching TV together all this time. It's going to be super fun. (laughs) It's going to be super fun and I look forward to it. Yeah. All right, folks. It's time for you to get back on on that elevator. Push the button down to the first floor. Get out of this hospital. Hop into your cars. Tune the radio to us. Go spend (laughs) some time with your families. I've been Matt. And I've been Kat. And we'll catch you right here next time on the 10th floor.